Welcome back to the Hot It in a Book podcast. Man, I haven't said that in almost a year. <laughs> yes, sir. But we are back live in effect for season four. It is your host, Corey Hackett Green. Kevin Stevenson here. And we are back. It's been a long time, but we're back, though. <laughs> season four. Season four. Yes. So, um, the last time that we talked to you all, it was the Can I Live series. With yeah. Black girl things that we did out in D.C. It was our very first live podcast event where we had some amazing sponsors, all black owned businesses, just talking about black topics and everything that was happening within our community last summer. But since then, we've taken quite a bit of action, which we'll kind of touch on today. But we just want to catch you up on everything that's currently happening, what has happened since the last time we spoke to you all. And just to give some life updates and to let you know that we will be back and we will be consistent and we will yes. be even better. Than Who's we accountable? Before. Yes, please. And Who's we thank you all for the love and support that you have shown us, um, not just throughout our podcast, but also on social um, and also just attending some of the events that we've hosted. But mm-hmm. Kev, you can start it rolling with the updates. I mean, last time we talked to people was August, so we had to go all the way back and bring them up to speed. So gotcha. you can rock out um, first. Yeah, that was like right before COVID was like really taking over and that was when we had our event that's when it was a little sketchy like hey do we do this this uh, can I live event or do we hold off and we went through it we all been safe since then um and before then but um after that that event we actually got into the social media marketing and influencer marketing world industry so that was a a definitely unexpected turn that um was something that really benefited us during this COVID season, during a COVID, you know, year and year and a half, because we were able to travel, travel safely, but during the the pandemic in a way to be able to provide value to a lot of, um, you know, the travel industry, the tar- travel and tourism industry. So um, between that, we traveled from anywhere from New Jersey to New York to LA um, and then to DC working with hotels and working with brands in regards to, you know, social media marketing, um, providing quality content, uh, marketing materials for them to use on their, you know, their platforms and their uh, Instagram profiles. So within that, we've been able to just kind of learn a little bit more about, hey, what does it mean to have a digital presence, be able to, you know, work in a space that is forever changing because we've seen so much change because of the pandemic before and just, you know, technological you know, advances in regards to, you know, social media. So um, that was just like in a really, really, you know, really broad um, summary, we were able to experience uh, a different, um, you know, lifestyle and be able to, uh, you know, experience a different workload because we had to work with some friends in regards to Crest projects, uh, in regards to um, holiday campaigns that we had to take indoors because it wasn't a lot of outdoor activities to do and and that was just something like that was really 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 uh, pivotal for us so um within that we've worked with what the hilton on the hilton products um crest um so many more uh, other companies jpr public relations so shout out to molly yeah shout out to molly and she's all a the- real one all the the beautiful women there that um, we definitely like grew a relationship with um, from like a a friendship and from a just a um, you know a professional um, 
you know relationship with so um it's just been a wonderful ride and you know looking forward to you know all the many networking at uh, opportunities and and all of the uh possibilities that can come out of you know just the last year or so yeah definitely and like you said just a lot of stuff has happened and i think one of the biggest things that you touched on was just the ability to be able to do that with our friends mm-hmm. i think that's something that you know, we've definitely valued in regards to our relationship with each other, mm-hmm. where anytime that I can either plug you in or vice versa, we always right. make sure that we do so. But then being able to expand that to work with Ian Richardson, um, top tier videographer, um, Tahi Jackson holds it down on the podcast and make sure that they are edited and uh, distributed and anything else that we need. Jalen Hutchinson, um, amazing creative director. And we were able to work on all those projects together, especially Mm -hmm. at the top of the year. So just having those moments where you just see the organic um, Mm -hmm. interaction between Black creators, because that's not something that we always necessarily showcase. And then we've also been in scenarios where it's a little bit more challenging to kind of be exactly who we are, 110% through our whole creation process. And just being able to work with each other allowed us the opportunity to just be Black men in a Black space, doing Black things. And working with some of our favorite brands. So, you know, that was really exciting. And I think well, there's also another piece which I think is very, very important for us to share because it really dominated the first three months of the top of the year for us, which was our 14-week fast. And mm-hmm. we don't talk about these things while we were on them. But um, this year, I think, was probably the most challenging one. And it was a 14 week of consecration where each and every single week we were just removing parts of our diet all the way down to doing a week with just water, mm-hmm. seven days, just water. And when I tell you my stomach was hugging my back every single morning <laughs> and the only thing I had the ability to do was to roll over, grab a water bottle, roll back over, read my Bible, roll back over, go to sleep and do these things for seven days straight. And talk about excruciating pain, something that we'll never forget, which I think kind of leads us into the project that we're doing right now, because I think Mm -hmm. a period of consecration for 14 weeks where you're spending time getting closer to Christ, really just understanding the importance of purpose and then just shaving things off of our lives that we think we need, but there was actually Mm -hmm. once and really just coming down to the simplistic way of living where we're able to hear God clear and know exactly what we're supposed to be doing. And that kind of brings us up to speed because right now it's all what an upward, baby. Yes, sir. Nah, uh, this is um, what I would love to keep us consistent with and just updating you guys in regards to like our next few months in, in like this year, because this onward and upward, I don't even know how this, I mean, we kept hearing it all over the place and we're like, yeah. Hey, we're just gonna stick with whatever you know, you know, period of time this is for us, or whatever you know. What do we call it? Uh, rebranding, rebranding events and whatnot. So, um, yeah, onward and upward. Uh, right now, we, if you follow us on social media, that means you just saw that we just finished up our cleanup. But just the overarching goal of what these cleanups and and you know what we guys what we got going forward for our future is just like within the foundation efforts and just being able to just serve our community in the best you know way forward and we know because of the pandemic it's changed a lot of things up and you know transitioning and and rebranding and and moving forward you know activities and you know just the things that we get into have to change as well 
Exactly. And like you said, just one of those big parts of the pandemic last year that it actually took and gave us the time to actually step back and figure out exactly what we wanted to do, how we wanted to go about doing it, but then also allowing organically the people that we needed to be a part of our circle because two of the biggest people that have been a blessing to us, especially during the pandemic, Pastor Abrams, Pastor Mark Abrams at Calvary Chapel Word of Life. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, our main man, Elder Sullivan from Memphis. Um, Both of these men have been extremely instrumental in just mentoring us spiritually. And I think that's where we were able to grow exponentially last year. And, of course, we got the OG Leonard. Um, Leonard Freeman, he is an exceptional um, philanthropist and mentor um, in the community development space, and then also Henry Saxon, and just so many individuals that have poured mm-hmm. into us to just really allow us to understand the difference between benevolence and impact. Because, quite frankly, we mm-hmm. fall in love with like the little events. And I don't, I don't want to discount them by saying little, but um, don't necessarily think about the long term impact when we curate events at times. Like yeah. we did the school supply giveaway in 2019; it was a phenomenal event. But then after that. What actually changes within those families' homes, within that neighborhood, within the mantra of the child? And these individuals started to force us to think long-term impact. It's like, okay, you did this thing here. It was phenomenal. It was great. We celebrate you for what you did because what you did was amazing. And we definitely were thankful of that. And quite frankly, a little bit too much at times because we almost got caught shining our own trophies, which mm-hmm. allowed us to be able to do stuff and um Thanksgiving, which we gave away 100 turkeys in North Philadelphia and then also hosted with our brothers from King's Dominion, our Black Male Mentorship Group, um, giving away toys in D.C. So they kind of propelled us into thinking about that direction, but then also forcing us to think long term as well. So I think just with that rebranding process right now, um, not only are we going to be able to expand our efforts, but now we truly understand the value of impact and making sure Mm -hmm. that Every single element of what we are doing is going to contribute towards a bigger cause, um, hopefully and eventually real estate and being able to provide high quality, low income in, high quality and low income housing for these individuals within this community. But then also going to the actual event that we just had, cleaning up a building, a building and not just any kind of building, but an actual school building in the Germantown section of Philadelphia. Kev, give them a little background as because i know you almost were on injured reserve out there but how our, how our last cleanup was uh the last cleanup i mean it was really pivotal because um just like any other city in the in across the world you have buildings that are not in use they're you know maybe a blight in the in the area and we would love to see something you know done in these buildings but you know it just takes a few people to to kind of get this started so it was kind of like really just a great feeling to have your community, your friends, your peers out there to say, hey, this is the first step. This is the the ground level, the foundation, and be able to have that that mindset to think, you know, 10 years from now and this building will still be standing and, you know, the different programs and different, you know, presidents and CEOs and, you know, different children that will go through this building. So, you know, throughout the cleanup process of this whole day, even though it was hot, it was, you know, we're doing yard work, we're doing physical labor. But, you know, each and every one of us that was out there, we had this this mental image of how great this, this building can be. 
you know, to like a year from now and, you know, after the renovations and understand like, hey, this is the first of many things that needs to be done here. But, you know, having that outward, you know, look and, and, and future presence of saying, hey, you know, this building is going to be something great for just, you know, us for right now, but also just our, our, our future children and generations to come because, you know, Philadelphia, they need they need um, different after school programs and where the children can, you know, seek refuge or either just, you know, need the resources to, you know, excel fully 100 um, percent. So, you know, this would definitely be a definitely good resource and being able to have that outlook and, you know, that mindset. So, you know, once it gets hard, it, it's a little hot. You want to take a break and then you come back and say, you know what, it's not just for me, you know, and that's the, the main thing that, hey, this isn't just for, for us that's out there right now. It's for so many other generations and kids out there. Absolutely. And that kind of just goes back to the great leadership that we follow as well, because um, Pastor Abrams is spearheading this project and transitioning um, his church from North Philadelphia to Germantown. So probably about 15 or 20 minutes away, but being able to be included within this project and understanding that, you know, we have hands in the foundation and the development of mm -hmm. something that, like you said, is going to impact so many lives. And just honestly reflecting on our involvement and influence within the young adult age right now, because a lot of our peers um, are seeking opportunities to be able to volunteer or seeking opportunities to be a part of something bigger than themselves. So we're just grateful for great leadership. But then also one thing that I think we definitely both appreciate about him is the trust that he has in us and the right. flexibility that we have. And I think that's something that we've learned just in regards to leadership over the last year and some changes that you have to be able to give people um, the ability to be able to do things and step back and not try to do everything by yourself. And that has been challenging for you and I, for sure, because we like having our hands in every single pot. But when God provides you the people to be able to make sure that whatever it is that he spoke to you um, shall come into fruition, you have to use them and you have to be OK with delegating and just being able to give people access to um, an opportunity to have a responsibility so that they can be a part of that great thing and also make sure that it goes forth as well. So, you know, just want to be thankful for everybody that has shown love once again, all the people that have reshared, that have volunteered, that have liked commented whatever like all the various ways in which you have shown us encouragement especially over this last year as we are transitioning and rebranding has meant the world to all of us and we expect once again to be consistent with our podcast to just give you updates and a lot of the game that we'll be learning along the ways because a lot of people have access about nonprofits. people are still asking us about books that we read and opportunities to mentor and things of that sort. So we always want to make sure that we are giving people as much access to the knowledge that we are gaining each and every single day so that all of us can partake in developing our communities and just making the world a better place for ourselves, for our elders, and also for the children as well. But we just wanted to keep it short today. So yes, we're not going to hold y'all for too much longer. <laughs> um, I know I get the yap and Kevin get the yap and we'll be here all day long, but we just want to keep it brief and short as we are welcoming you, uh, welcoming you all back to season four of Kev. I think you know what to say because you say it the best at the end of the podcast. If you, st if you still remember. Still remember. Hey, just, just say thank you guys. But uh, you know what it is. We're exactly what we've been waiting for. All right, guys. Peace. We'll catch you on the next episode. Let's get it.